This is Morning Breath, your drive-time devotion sure to jumpstart your day. Hosted by Pastor Dan Stahlbaum. Morning Breath starts now. Hey, good morning, everybody. Welcome to the program. This is Morning Breath. We are a drive-time devotion sure to jumpstart your day on this beautiful Thursday, March 12th. March already. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Pastor David uh, Gammon is here with me because we do this in in concert. But I just can't move past March. It's already March, yep. so we're going to be done with the first quarter at the end of this month. The first quarter of 2020. Oh my gosh! And the month of March always makes me feel a little like I'm in the military, right? Like I should do something. Because it's spring, and, you know, we're getting busy around here, and things are happening, and Easter's coming, and so I we get our marching orders in March. It just seems like March. Right. How do we come up with that name? I'm sure there's a there's a nice thing to do with March. Or it has to do with a planet or something. Something, or like, you know, some fairy godmother somewhere, but, you know, but like, what month is it? March. <laughs> you know, I always feel a little bit like a drill sergeant, you know, is yelling at me whenever the month comes along. But anyway, what do we do here? We get into a chapter of the Bible. We just don't talk about silly uh, things that we think about months, but we uh, read chapters of the Bible because the Bible changed your life. Amen. And this, Amen. That's, that's the truth. The Bible will change your life. I know the Bible changed my life and is still changing my life today. Because the Word of God is living and active and sharper than a two-edged sword, and it will divide asunder between soul and spirit, joint and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of a man's heart. And I need that. You need that. We all need that. And we need time with Jesus because time with Jesus transforms us. And that's what Morning Best is all about, spending a little time with the Lord and uh, being transformed through that process. And uh, it's just a way to do a devotion on a regular basis, and we all need to regularly spend time with the Lord. So that's the wow. that's a spiel. That's the story about what morning is breath's about. I've been doing it for I don't know, quarter of a century. And uh it's been uh, good to me and uh, I know that's helped a few people. So anyway, Pastor David, how you doing this morning? I'm doing great this morning. Good. Good. I'm doing really good. good to have right, you. Uh, got like your said, mic fixed. Yeah we, we did a little we did a little technical mechanical work. Uh, Nick headed it up and I did all the all the labor. And uh, well, he was yelling at me, you know, pointing in direction. You got a burn on the back of your arm too, don't you? Yeah, I. I'm, yeah. T- I'm telling you, man. That's yeah. Next time you're having a fight with a <laughs> cooking spoon, make sure you come out on top. All right, right? man. I will. Terrible. It won't ever happen. He's again, got a burn on his on his neck. He's got a burn on his arm. He's just. I don't know. Cooking doesn't seem that dangerous to me. But <laughs> right. For me, like, it is. For Nick, it's like, wow, dude, I hope you live through the next that's, that's so funny. fried chicken. You know, that really, like that was, I think, ramen noodles. But if he went up to fried chicken, I'm afraid what he'd look like. <laughs> I, we got to get moving on this program. I'm sorry. Absolutely. I'll tell you what. Um, if you guys want to get jumped in and find out what chapters we're going into, what chapter we've been into in the Bible, um, great way to find out or plug in uh, to what we're doing here in Morning Breath is go to our website that's eccc.us you'll be able to see a morning breath icon and you'll be able to um, click on that and it'll take care of you um, a great way really to find anything out that's going on um, at east coast christian centers get our app go to wherever you get your apps and put an east coast app you'll see a, a blue background with like a white silver cross will come up that's us download that you'll be able to hear uh, messages from the weekend you'll be able to see groups that we've activated that meet throughout the week yeah. you'll be able to see events that we have coming up but we got some really cool events coming up too and um, it's a great way to be 
continually in contact with the culture of what God's doing at East Coast and in Brevard County. So another way, if you're not, you know, that heading in that direction, just call the church, 321-452-1060, and we will take care of you. We will absolutely take care of you. But either way, like Pastor Anna was saying, get in your word every day, get around believers, and, you know, lift up the name of Jesus every day. Yep, and we're in Nehemiah chapter 5 today, Nehemiah. and uh, we're going to get into that. We're, we're uh, We'll just tell you a little bit and kind of, Tune you in on a couple of things going on. Mm-hmm. I want you to share about the first one. Okay. Because that's more fitting for you because you got a young family. Yes, date night is incredible. Um, date night is where we will watch your kids on the Saturday night service. And what happens, you'll come to Saturday night service. It's 530 at our Merritt Island location. And that's uh, 6. That's on Courtney Parkway. And then what we'll do is, after the service, we'll watch your kids from 7 o'clock until 10 o'clock, totally free. And they're going to have a great time. And you can go out and have a great time. Go on a double date. Go on a date with your wife. Go or your husband or whatever you want to do. But please be back by 10. Grab your kids. And it's really a great time for uh, for for the parents with young families out there. Yeah, you go grocery shopping. I mean, <laughs> right? whatever, whatever helps at that point. And so, uh, yeah, date night's a great uh great way to, we try to serve uh, marriages, especially young marriages. We're also building our Riviera building, and uh, uh, that's going to be happening more and more as time goes on. We've got our plans drawn up. We're going through the permitting process right now. Got a great architect, great builder, and and a great team around this uh, project. And so that's fun. And and uh, we're moving forward with building a building in Vieira. Mm-hmm. So we won't be meeting in the high school forever. Amen. Come on. It's, Amen. We've been a mobile church there for eight years. Or thank God for the, the incredible commitment of all the people that, have ser- that serve there so faithfully. We still need you to serve when we have a building, but be in a little different capacity. Come on. All righty. No what? mistake with it. We're in Nehemiah also. Yeah, so that's a, it's a good that's call. kind of cool. Last so, one. Dude, the Monster Mash, the Monsters Mash is incredible. It's an event on April 18th, and it's going to be at Wickham Park. And what it is, we form five-man teams, and we compete in different challenges. And the challenges will will stretch you physically, (laughs) mentally, and just straight out emotionally. emotionally. (laughs) Straight up, have fun. And if you're (laughs) sitting there right now, and this is the biggest biggest hurdle we find, is that a lot of guys think, okay, well, this is like American Gladiators. Kind of, but not really. It's really anybody if you got a dad bod you can still compete you don't have to worry this is not for all the crossfitting culture out there which you are more than welcome to because there are physical challenges but there's also intelligence challenges there's also just throwback challenges last year one of them you had to run inside of uh, a portable and it was decked out with old school video games and you had to beat other teams at mortal Kombat, <laughs> at duck hunt Pac-Man. and it was like so it is so cool it's I joke around, and, and my wife gets frustrated when I say this, but I enjoy this day more than Christmas for me. <laughs> like, I get with my buddies, and we go out one year. Look, can I say something about yeah. that? That's the other thing about it. it you, there's only one team that's going to win. Uh-huh. And it wouldn't be my team, probably, if I put together a team. Mm-hmm. But that isn't what it. this event mm-hmm. isn't about winning the nope. event. It will, you know, men, the juice starts flowing and all that. I get it. But it's about the incredible fun you have come on. doing this event with friends. And so, and if you don't have friends, come, we'll put you on a team. Yep. And that type of thing works all the time, too. And before you're done, you'll have some friends. And, uh, you know, it's just a, it's an incredible event that way. Absolutely. And I want to say one last thing. We also, there is an option um, to dress up for the event and have your team in costume. 
And two years ago, uh, my team, we came decked out as the founding fathers. And I was George Washington, and we had Alexander Hamilton and Abraham Lincoln. It, don't go all history on me. And um, But it was super fun. We didn't win the overall event, but, man, we made some great memories. And last year, we lost the best costume. Um, to a group of guys that dressed up like the Spartans from 300. Yeah. yeah. This year, um, I don't care if I win the whole event. I'm going to win the best costume. So, the, nice. guys, if you're He's out there and you're listening, if you're out there <laughs> listening, the gauntlet has been thrown out. Yeah. Let's do this. Let's have some fun. But, man, awesome. we got Nehemiah, too. So. Let's do it. Uh, we're going to read Chapter 5. Um, <laughs> And uh, Nehemiah's uh, back in Jerusalem, and mm-hmm. he's uh, they're rebuilding the walls, yep. and uh, they're in the process. And so uh, I'm going to read from the New King James. Uh, we have 19 verses. I'm actually going to split this uh, at 10, at the end of 10. And so I'll read the first 10. You read the last nine. That makes sense? Perfect. Yeah, it's a little bit longer the end of the chapter than mm-hmm. the beginning. So we'll go from there. All right, Pastor Dan, then I say to you, read, sir. And there was a great outcry of the people and their wives against their Jewish brethren. For there were those who said, We, our sons and our daughters, are many. Therefore, let us get grain that we may eat and live. There were also some who said, We have mortgaged our lands and vineyards and houses that we might buy grain because of the famine. There were also those who said, We have borrowed money for the king's tax on our lands and vineyards. Yet now our flesh is as the flesh of our brethren, our children as, as their children. And indeed, we are forcing our sons and our daughters to be slaves. And some of our daughters have been bought into slavery, brought, excuse me, into slavery. It is not in our power to redeem them. For other men have our lands and vineyards. And I became very angry when I heard their outcry and these words. After serious thought, I rebuked the nobles and rulers and said to them, Each of you is exacting usury from his brother. So I called a great assembly against them. And I said to them, According to our ability, we have redeemed our Jewish brethren who were sold to the nations. Now indeed, will you even sell your brethren? Or should they be sold to us? Then they were silenced and found nothing to say. Then I said, what what you are doing is not good. Should you not walk in the fear of our God because of the reproach of the nations, our enemies? I also, with my brethren and my servants and lending them money and grain, please let us stop this usury. Restore now to them, even this day, their lands, their vineyards, their olive groves and their houses, also a hundredth of the money and the grain, the new wine and the oil that you have charged them. So they said, we will restore it and we will require nothing from them. We will do as you say. Then I called the priests and they require an oath from them that they would do according to the promise. This I shook out the fold of my garment and said, so may God shake out each man from this house and from his property who does not perform this promise. Even thus, even thus may he be shaken out and emptied. And all the assembly said, Amen, and, the, and praised the Lord. Then the, then the people did according to this promise. Moreover, from the time that I was appointed to be the governor in the land of Judah, from the 20th year until the 32nd year of King Artaxerxes, 12 years, neither I nor my brothers ate the governor's provisions, but the former governors who were before me laid burdens on the people and took from them bread and wine, besides 40 shekels of silver, 
besides 40 shekels of silver. Yes, even their servants bore rule over the people, but I did not do so because of the fear of God. Indeed, I also continued to work on this wall, and we did not buy any land. All my servants were gathered there for the work. And at my table, we are 150 Jews and rulers besides those who came to us, the nations around us. Now that which was prepared daily was one ox, six choice sheep, also, fowl were prepared for me once every 10 days and an abundance of all kind of wine. Yet, in spite of all of this, I did not demand the governor's provision because the bondage was heavy on his people. Remember me, my God, for good according to all that I have done for this people. Amen. Wow, this is, uh, this is kind of, if you're following the story here of Nehemiah, the Nehemiah's come back and they're rebuilding the wall and in fact, you know, the last chapter had quite a bit to say about, you know, chapter three was just like family after family after family that was rebuilding the wall. And then they had this attack from the outside in chapter four, um, where Sennacherib, I always called him, but anyway, yeah, uh, Sanballat, you know, yeah. they, these guys come from the outside to attack them. And then uh, this is actually what's going on on the inside. Mm -hmm. And so we go from, you know, sort of, outside attack to inside attack and the the building of this great wall didn't create these problems but it revealed them come on you know when you stretch to do something big in your life it doesn't matter what it is or where it is you know you, you leave to go to college a lot of times when people say you know oh my young person went crazy when they went to college and you might say well they had more you know time they were, had more freedom all that stuff's going on but the truth is College is hard work. Yep. It's there's a lot of pressure going away and going to school and you know having an education paid for you and all that. And a lot of times young people blow a fuse under that pressure and then it looks like all the stuff that we see, you know, maybe in a college lifestyle. And that doesn't mean that wasn't there before they left. Mm -hmm. That actually just means that the pressure exposed that character weakness that we've all had, that we've all fallen short, uh, you know, the glory of God, that they needed to go and grow through and come to the other side. But a lot of times pressure, like in this situation, it's not creating these problems, but it is revealing these problems. And whenever you do something big for God, wherever you do something big in life, get married. It'll reveal a few issues in you. <laughs> you know, and uh, just anything like that has an effect on uh, on what's going on already. And so many things will expose what's already there as opposed to create problems. Now, this created problems. There were some problems from building the wall. Yep. And they've been dealing with that in these other chapters. But these problems already existed. And if I understand these problems correctly was this, that these guys were in captivity. They came out of captivity from from Arthur Xerxes, mm -hmm. or Artaxerxes. Yeah, I shouldn't Persians. mess with his name. Um, they come out of captivity. They come back to Jerusalem, and then they're putting each other into captivity personally as Jew to Jew. Right. And that was a very offensive thing to people who've just left slavery to now be put back in slavery by their own friends and family and neighbors and businessmen in the community. And so it's a pretty, I don't know what you'd say, it was a pretty dire thing to do, pretty bad. I mean, you know, this is pretty rotten. Mm -hmm. 
And uh, that's why he said I became very angry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, Nehemiah said, yeah, he roared a little bit, like Jesus roared when, yep. he, when he threw over the tables and such. But anyway, that, that's a kind of the situation I think we're dealing with. And I love what you're saying, too, because he talks about, um, he, and, and when he says stuff, he's like, hey, we're not going to do this because of this or that. We're going to do it because of fear of God. The fear of God, which translates into our reverence for God is going to lead our decision making. And I feel like as a believer, whether you're in Nehemiah's time or you're in our time, that you know what? Your decision making needs to go through the filter of what would best honor God. And now keep in mind, that isn't going to turn you into um, if your picture of Jesus is this one that is just maybe – you just have to be super kind and sweet to everybody and you can never stand your ground and you're pretty much turned into a, a walking mat for everybody. Well, then you have the wrong picture of Jesus and you have a wrong picture of what it means to be a believer because I love it. He comes out and says, we'll do the right thing. We're going to return the lands. And he goes through the list of stuff. But then he turns around and he goes straight stone cold Steve Austin on him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he goes, if you don't do this, because he fit, he's, 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 you have to leave. Not everybody's going to get the morality. All right. You have to lead from the front. And he does that. He's like, look, I'm not taking the governor's stuff. I'm not taking more. And, and Pastor, and you've been a great example of this behind the scenes here at the church where we've done a lot of stuff. And you've said, hey, we don't want any credit as a church. We don't want any credit. We want to just go and do what is right do the right thing. And Nehemiah is doing that. But you always have that group of people that are maybe not on board for selfish reasons. And this is how he helps them out. (laughs) Oh, by the way, if you don't, I'm going to shake you down. I'm going to shake. I'm going to stone cold Steve Austin you (laughs) right here. And, (laughs) and you know what? Jude talks about that in the new Testament. Sometimes we need to snatch our brethren from the flames that are going to devour them. And and we need to be able to look at someone and say, guess what? I'm not going to let you just continue in a broken mindset and a broken heart set, killing yourself and killing the people you love. I'm going to shake you down to make sure you get God's best in your life. Yeah, it's really good. I mean, you know, and like I said, Jesus turned over the tables. Mm-hmm. You know, here Nehemiah's... Uh, gotten pretty upset with some people. Now, you can you can blow this, you can get this wrong because anger just for anger's sake, you can be in sin Come real on. quick. The Bible says be angry and sin not. Uh, Ephesians 4:26. So it says you can be angry without sin. Jesus obviously was. He was Moses blew it mm-hmm. when he hit the rock and he got frustrated yep. and hit the rock. So I I really like this. It says he says and I became very angry when I heard the outcry of these words, but then the next line is, after serious thought, I rebuke them. Mm, you know, something, so something makes you mad. The problem is we just attack each other when we have hot kitchen spoons in our hands or something right. like that, and we end up hurting one another instead of giving serious thought to where we're at, mm-hmm. what we're doing what we really should do, what we really should say, how we should say it. And like you said, he comes in and he challenges them with the very best reason we should ever do anything because of the Lord. Come on. And then he challenges them with the curse threat mm-hmm. of, uh, you see this little apron I was wearing here when I was working on the wall? See the dust in it? Flop. He shakes his apron and the dust goes fine. He says, Get a picture, buddy. This is going to happen to you if you don't. God's going to shake you out, and I just may be his instrument. Come on. It is, and he's got the biggest force of strength 
around. Yeah. I mean, he's got 150 servants and he can back up what he says. He's not just idle threats. He's got he's got the stuff to do it. And I love that. I love that he's able to be he he's up front. Now you might hear this and say, but pastors, you don't understand. I, I want to be real. I want to keep it real. I don't want to be fake. Uh, when I get mad, I'm going to tell it how it is. Let me help you because I needed help in this and I still need help in this. You're telling it how it is or you telling the truth is just a puffed up way for you to spout your opinion. And whether you feel it's the truth or not, it doesn't matter because James clearly says to us that we need to be quick to listen, slow to speak, slow to anger. Some of us know that, but the next verse is so important <laughs> because the wrath of man does not produce the righteousness of God. And and you're not being fake. And this is what I do. I say, guess what? That just really made me mad. <laughs> you know, I, that made me mad. But um, if I act out in this anger right now, um, n- nothing that is in God's will is going to come about. So I'm not going to go put a fake face on. I'm not going to do that. I'm going to take a moment and I'm going to put it through like it says in Romans somewhere, which is totally escaping me, that I'm going to take each <laughs> thought and submit it to my king of kings. And I'm going to say, Jesus, would you have me tell Nick he's a knucklehead for burning himself with a cooking spoon? Yeah. No? Yeah. Well, no. then then, then I, I got to let that one go. I'm not being fake. I'm putting it through the filter of my king. Yeah. You know, and I want to encourage you guys. It's not easy. Yeah. Trust me. With kids and being married and working with young adults and working with old adults and every type of person, I always need to filter it through the king. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, it says here in verse 5, and this is interesting, it says, and there was a great outcry of the people and their wives right. against the Jewish brethren. Now, this is hard because when you're in a bad situation and it's so bad, your wife's telling you about it every day. Mm. I don't know if there's any harder thing to deal with. It's mm. hard to hear your wife hurt. Yep. It's hard to hear your your wife hurt and not really feel like you're and feel powerless to do anything about it. Amen. Because that's where these these guys are crying out of of, of a powerlessness. Mm-hmm. They're saying, "Look, we, we don't have anything to eat. That we had to sell our house to to have enough to eat. My daughter is a servant now for some rich bum. <laughs> you know, that's how they feel. Though they're angry and they didn't use those terms, and that's because they're more righteous than me. But you know, some rich guy, and and it's not fair." But but the person with the money who's worked hard would say, yeah, but it's it's not fair that I give you food for free and you don't have to work and da-da-da-da. There's something else I noticed in here. Uh, where was it at? It, that Nehemiah said that I lent these things. Um, yes, he said he does it without charging interest. Yes. Yeah. And so he was able to lend this stuff. Get, he had this uh, opportunity to be paid back, but he does it without interest, mm-hmm. and it's not sinful. The businessman can still m- do business. He can still, you know, grow in his—because here's the truth. You take somebody's lands, and they pay you back. The truth is pawn shots make money because 80% of people never pay it back and get their stuff out of hock. Mm-hmm. And so they sell it for more money than it's worth. The businessman still makes money mm-hmm. when he's even loaning without interest because not everybody can pay it back. And so then he gets to keep the thing that he lent it on and it's worth more than what he lent it on. And so there's not a, you know, a total loss there. 
He could, they could still make money and do business without, you know, hurting their friends. And I love that when you see someone that has that fear of God and that filter of God, the problem can stay the same, but you'll see that, or you'll see that you can see the same struggle in the New Testament. And what does the New Testament believers do? Well, we need to help these people. We need to, guess what? Now it's the Gentiles that are on the outside inside the New Testament that need food. And they say, hey, listen, the Jews are getting all the all the, the um, food and stuff, but our families are here now. And you see God move the same way. Help people, love people, do what's right. Yeah. And it's a beautiful thing when you see the Spirit of God moving throughout the New Testament and the Old Testament. But He is the great I am, and He does not change. He is the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow, and He loves you the exact same way. Well, guys, we're actually going to take a break here for a moment, and we'll be right back. You are listening to Morning Breath from East Coast Christian Center, Merritt Island, Vieira, and Coco. Need a fence professionally done the first time? Hercules and Atlas Fence, owned and operated by Mike Green, has been certified since 1960. No job is too small or too big. Hercules and Atlas Fence, 321-258-9853. Or visit us online at ineedafencenow.com. Take this year with God at East Coast Christian University to truly understand why and how to continue your destiny and walk with Christ. Earn your associate's, bachelor's, and master's degree. Our instructors are experienced, helpful, and show a genuine love for studying the Word of God. East Coast Christian University is located at 670 North Courtney Parkway, Merritt Island. For more information, our number is 452-1060, extension 131. And our website is eccuequipped.com. Langston Commercial Real Estate, owned by Scott Langston, a senior commercial broker, has been selling real estate and giving free consultations for over 18 years. Scott Langston will show you the best way to buy, invest, or lease commercial property. 321-403-1111. That's 321-403-1111. Hey everyone, this is Chris Johnson, and I wanted to share some exciting news with our Morning Breath family. My friend, Mike Green, and I had the honor of writing and producing our first EP called Moments Matter. Mike, a local business owner and Morning Breath supporter, along with myself, have been a part of East Coast Christian Center and Morning Breath together for almost two decades. And so we wanted to let you in on a preview of the music and to let you know that Moments Matter, our first single from the EP, is out now. You can buy, stream, or share it now on Spotify, iTunes, or anywhere music is sold, or check out willingheartmusic.com. We pray these songs will inspire you to make the most of every moment God gives you. East Coast Vieira meets every week at Vieira High School at 9.15 and 10.45 with a high energy and dynamic children's ministry for all ages. East Coast Vieira Youth meets every Sunday night at 6 p.m. For more information or to learn more, our website is vieira.eccc.us. Welcome back to the show. This is Morning Breath. Hi, everybody. This is a little bit touchy thought, but, you know, I know it, it, meant it made a big difference to me when I first got saved. 
is here he tells them to stop in verse 10. He said, please stop this usury. But then he says in verse 11, restore now to them even this day, their lands, their vineyards, their olive groves. You know, it's not enough to just stop ripping people off. It's not just enough to stop doing the thing wrong that you were doing. You need to, wherever you can, provide restoration mm. for what you've, what you've done. I know I, I did something, I mean, I, I was a drug user, I got in debt, I, uh, a long story short is I stole my mother-in-law's purse and acted like somebody else did it and, you know, never told her while, you know, during that season and after I got saved and I mean, I stole $700 out of her purse, it was a lot of money back then and da, 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 bad story. And after I got saved, I felt like the Lord said, pay her back. Give her money back. And uh, I went to her, uh, gave her money back, and told her I was sorry and asked her to forgive me. And she gave me the money back and said, we're not telling anybody about this. Thanks for being honest with me. That was an amazing thing. And it helped her to know the Lord in the long run. Restoration is powerful. God bless you guys. Have a great day. Thank you for listening to Morning Breath from East Coast Christian Center. We hope to see you at one of our locations this weekend. For additional information, such as service times, events, and more, please visit us at eccc.us. Thanks, and we hope you have a blessed day.